Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's hour number two of Fantasy Sports. Today we'll play a little trust or bust with former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler. We'll also dive into some of the hot topics in fantasy as hour number two Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. All right, welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and this is Craig Mish with you here on the show. Along by my side is Brad Ziegler, former big league pitcher. We got you covered here for the next hour before we turn it over to full-time fantasy. And, man, I mean, the NFL season is only a few days away. we got college football in full swing. And so, naturally, it's time to get basically the final thoughts of, of what the season may look like from both a fantasy and reality perspective. And let's bring in Brad Ziegler, who, of course, you can hear his podcast over The Athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Brad Ziegler. And also make sure that you catch all of his fantasy information in terms of rankings over at Fantasy Pros. And I know you can catch him on his profile as well. I think that I covered it all there, Brad. I'm pretty sure I did. Did I miss anything? Uh, no, but full-time dad in addition to all the other there stuff. You go. Other than that, we're good to go. All right, so add dad to that. And uh, speaking of which, I was, you know, my Little League draft was last night, Brad. It was, you know, we, uh, we had to draft players. It was kind of like a fantasy draft, very similar. I don't know if you've been through that before. <laughs> no, I, my, my uh, brother-in-law has that with my nephew, and he said, he goes, it's really funny when you're watching the, the tryouts. You can tell just by watching a guy's footwork if he's going to be a good Little League player or not. And so that's what he really focused on, and, and they won a league championship last year. So it was, was kind of funny. Yeah, I'll do that for next year. I got to know the footwork. See, I'm making notes already as we go. All right. <laughs> Without further ado, let's dive into what you guys want to hear about, which is, of course, the latest in fantasy football. And uh, let's, let's kind of dive into the hot topics that we'll do some trust or bust, and then we'll get a final updated rankings from you. Of course, this is a big cut down day for a lot of teams. Most of the players will be cut by tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern because they're trying to work out some trades. Uh, but one move that was made yesterday that caught some people by surprise was the Dolphins naming Ryan Fitzpatrick their starting quarterback. And, of course, there's a lot of rumors surrounding trades there as well, Brad. So we'll have to see how it all shakes out. But certainly if there is a team in fantasy this year to avoid, it certainly seems like the Dolphins. Where is the fantasy value on that team this year? Oh, man. So I, I will say this. One thing about having Fitzpatrick as a starter is he he is not afraid to chuck it and take some chances. And so there there is some potential for for the wide receivers 
uh, on this team to to have some value. I the guy I really like, and you can get him, you know, really late fourteenth round or so is Albert Wilson. Um, he was really good last year before he got hurt, and all, by all reports, he's going to be back for week one this year. He was really good in Kansas City when he got opportunities, and, and he just never really had that lead dog lead dog chance. And, and now he does. I, I think he can be the best receiver in Miami. Um, it's just a matter of staying healthy, and and it's definitely going to help him if it's Patrick's quarterback. And because I I'm not a Rosen guy at all. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, that offensive line uh, potentially could take a huge hit if they end up playing this for the future and trading Laramie Tunsil. And if they do that, I don't think I want to have anything to do with anybody on that team because there's, it's already one of the worst offensive lines in football. But I think we'll have some clarity on that over the next day or so. It doesn't help anybody who's drafting tonight to know that, Brad. It also doesn't help to not know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott. And all of a sudden, the tide seems to be turning a little bit with Jerry Jones. Now, look, Jerry Jones, very smart guy. He can put things out there that aren't true. So I'd always say that with a caveat. But he did say last night after the game that he now expects Zeke to miss games. But not the whole season, he said. Just some games. And you know how that can change pretty quickly. But, man, this is uh, not something that I think people expected to do. So I guess the question for you, Brad, if you're doing your draft today, tomorrow, the next day, is Zeke still a first-round pick for you? Uh, no way. There's. I don't take. I don't like taking chances in the first round at all. And if there's any questions with any guy, I, I've had him as my. I, I dropped him down last week to my RB thirteen, um, just in the running backs, not overall, um, because I think there's a legit chance that he could miss four to six games. And if that happens, I don't see. There's no way he can get into the RB one enough production in those last 10 games or whatever to, to get into the RB1 category. So um, I, I'm scared to death of him. I don't touch him. I don't touch Melvin Gordon. Like, like if, if other people want to take him and say they're back by week one, then more power to you. But with my first two or three, four picks in a draft, I do not want any risk with them. I'm chasing upside later in the draft, and and there's just no way those guys are going to be be available that late. I mean, maybe Gordon now. You might be able to get him in the sixth, seventh round from, from what I've heard lately. But um, it, it's – is there, I'm just not touching either of those guys. What about Pollard? What, what do you think he brings to the table, and where do you have him ranked at this point? I I like Pollard a lot. The the biggest question is it, when you rank him. You know, I think if I was ranking for week one, I would put him as a top ten back because of the opportunity, because of the the situation, the great offensive line, the the scheme, everything. It looks like there isn't anything he can't do from a a skill set, except for the one thing that he's not a, a, as good as a Zeke that that's blatantly obvious when you watch is pass protection. And so it makes you wonder: Will he be in there on the third downs, or will they go to to somebody else for those downs? But from a a first and second down perspective, I think he can be super productive. And and I like if I'm streaming any kind of you know if I drafted Lamar Miller and I need some help. Um, I that's a guy that I'm jumping all over just to try to get me through the first four to six weeks of the season. And, and you just kind of hope that that Zeke, um, you know, from that standpoint, that Zeke does miss some time so that Pollard has some value for you. Yeah, a, a lot of questions that have to be answered before the fantasy football season starts. And here we are. And my my favorite narrative is draft the night before the season. And man, man that may end up being true. It also may end up meaning nothing if these two guys end up sitting out. What an uncertain fantasy season we've had with that and Andrew Luck and everything else. Kind of crazy. So we will dive into these topics and more coming up next. We play a little fantasy football trust or bust. Brad Ziegler, Craig Mish. we got some guys who I think you may be considering taking in the next week. Should you do it or should you pass? Brad, we'll tell you next. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away.
MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. You need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Do you trust me? Trust. Do you trust me? Or bust. You are so busted. All right, welcome back. It's time for a little fantasy football trust or bust. Craig Mish, Brad Ziegler back with you here on the show as we dive into some players in fantasy that, uh, I mean, look, there, there's a lot of different ways that we could analyze this, Brad. It could be just based on the player. It could be on the average draft position. But, look, you've done, as you've said, a lot of best ball drafts, so we could kind of include that in the conversation. You've done some season long. You've done some salary cap. And I'm sure, based on all of that, you have an idea as to how many of these players you have on your team. So I figure, Brad, let's kind of get into it here on a on a lot of players that are, are lightning rods, I suppose, for some people this year. And then you'll tell me whether or not you think they're, they can be trusted or there'll be busts in 2019, okay? 
All right, sounds good. Let's do it. All right, let's start off with Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles, who, of course, is going to have a big share of of carries, I would think, for Philadelphia. It seemed like in the early part of the draft season, in July and early August, he was going really high. I, I now see some slipping a little bit with him. I'm not really sure why. If he's going to get the lion's share of the carries, maybe I'm missing something here, but... I mean, I don't know. Is 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 he someone that you could trust as, let's say, your RB2 or flex this year? Or do you think inevitably he's a rookie bust? Which way do you go? No, I, I so I'm trusting Miles Sanders. And and here's the main reason. I, I own, you mentioned those best balls that I do. I own a lot of shares of him because I was able to get him in the seventh and eighth round all summer long. Now his ADP has crept up into the fifth round, which is a, about where I would want to draft him. And right now, even still, he's the RB29 right now in, in drafts. I'm taking that. Like I, I, I think he's a legit RB two. I think he's going to get opportunities sooner than later. Everybody always says like, "Oh, Doug Peterson has this history of of uh, you know having a, a diversified backfield where a lot of guys are getting touches and stuff." That's because he never had anybody in in Philly that was really good at the dominant back. And now I feel like he does. I feel like he's got a guy with a complete skill set. Um, the only thing that makes me nervous, and I mentioned this a little a little bit ago. Um, on other players is is I don't know how good of a pass protector he is, and it, it, they do have Darren Sproles on that roster. Obviously, Jordan Howard is not taking away the passing downs from him, but Jordan Howard may take some goal line work. Like, like there's a lot of uh, ambiguity there, but I think this is my thought: by the fifth week, sixth week of the season, he's going to be the guy there. By that time, he will have separated himself, and that's when I think he's going to be a league winner for a lot of people this year because he may even, especially early in the season, if he doesn't get a lion's share of the carries, he might get dropped. You may be able to get him cheap in a trade, and that's a guy that I'm jumping all over at that point. If I posed to you a uh, a number in terms of rushing yards this season, and I and I gave you a, like a fake Vegas total of 875 yards, would you go over or under that number for the season? I'll take the over. Uh, I I think he. I mean, I think he can push a thousand yards even with limited carries early in the season. Um, but it's again, it's the to me the biggest key coming out of the Philly offense is I think they're going to be passing a lot. I think Wentz is healthy. The offense is going to run through him. They've got weapons all around, and I need him to get those receiving uh, receiving opportunities too, and not be coming off the field for third down if he's going to finish wherever or, you know where I put him at. All right, our second one today on the show wide receiver we got Curtis Samuel of the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I mean, Brad, it's been a while since a Carolina Panthers wide receiver has been elite. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you're probably going back to Steve Smith and maybe Moosin Muhammad. I mean, they, they, in general, it's it's been a running team over the last decade, even with using two guys like with D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart. DJ Moore, has he really worked out? I don't think he has. And so Curtis Samuel, next man up, fantasy football, trust or bust with the Carolina Panthers. So I'm going to say trust on him, too. And and this is, again, this is all relative to their ADP. I've got Samuel as the 28th ranked receiver. I actually have him ahead of DJ Moore in his finish, although I do like DJ Moore. I think that those two guys are going to get the lion's share of the opportunities from a receiving standpoint outside of Christian McCaffrey. And it, it could be very close with them. I've got Samuel 28, DJ Moore 33, and I don't think their stats are that far apart. Um, but he's being drafted right now in the eighth round. 
wide receiver 36 like there's a, i've got a lot of flexibility there uh, a lot of room to to say like oh i you know even if he doesn't finish quite as a wide receiver 28 if he finishes the wide receiver 33 it's still a guy who you're gaining value on where you're drafting him at so um i i really like him all the all the comments out of camp this year have been extremely positive toward him that he you know a lot of people believe he's past dj Moore, and dj Moore is a guy that i really think could take a, another step forward this year but he's not progressing as fastly as as Curtis Samuel. So um, he's a guy, he's kind of a gadget guy coming out of college, and it took him a little while to, to learn the nuances of route running in the NFL, especially his whole first year was lost with an injury. And, and now it seems like he's kind of figuring it out in his third year. Well, I think Cam Newton's health will play a, a huge part, and that's that's obvious. And um, and we'll see. It just, it's been a tough road for Panthers receivers over the years, and so maybe this will be different. We'll find out next week. Uh, O.J. Howard is our next trust or bust uh, player here. Uh, Brad, he's not the first or second or even third tight end usually off the board. But people are kind of creating their own tier for for himself here a little bit. I feel like he's in that it's it's Howard or Evan Ingram in tier two, and then there's a huge drop-off. But the question is, is Howard part of that drop-off? Is he going too high? So fantasy football trust or bust here with O.J. Howard. I, I think he's a bust ju- just in, again, relative. I think he's going to have a decent season. And, you know, by all accounts, the, the Buccaneers, they have no running game. They're going to pass like crazy. Um, you know, Evans, Godwin, and, and Howard should all be pretty decent. But I don't see him finishing as the tight end four where he's being drafted right now in the middle of the fifth round. Um, I, I have him, I actually have him below Hunter Henry and Evan Ingram both. Um, just barely ahead of Vance McDonald and even Jared Cook on the Saints, who I think isn't, isn't going to be a great volume guy, but going to get some touchdowns, some red zone looks. And with that being the case, I, I don't want to spend that fifth round pick on a guy there when I can get a guy who I feel like is just as good in the, in the ninth or tenth round. So um, give, give me the running backs, receivers in, in those rounds. Grab a quarterback even before I grab a tight end. If I'm, if I'm not getting one of those elite guys, uh, I'm off of O.J. Howard where he's going right now. All right, now on to the quarterback conversation. Jared Goff is not going among the first two or three quarterbacks, but there are a lot of people who are going to have Goff as their QB1 going into the season. No doubt about that. 32 touchdowns last year. His picks went up a bit to 12. But unfortunately for Goff, Brad, the memory that we have is that Super Bowl. And so there are some people who are wondering whether or not we'll see a repeat of that this season or if Goff does what he did last year or does he take the next step. But basically at this point, he is a QB1 for drafts. Does that mean he's a fantasy football trust or bust for the season? So, so to me, it's your most your most recent memory is the Super Bowl. But it's also if you if you followed him the last half of last season, he was not good. He was the the last five weeks of last season. He was the QB sixteen, and and that's when he and and including that time span, he finished as the number six quarterback in most formats. So. If he that he was really good in the first half of the season, then he really fell off at the end. The Patriots completely exploited him in the Super Bowl. I've got him as a bust. I as a he's a QB eight uh, in drafts right now. You got to pick him at the end of the seventh round. There are I've I've got him finishing as a QB twelve. There's too many weapons around him for him to just be a, a total like a total non-factor. But I I don't see a lot of difference. In you know from from the Baker Mayfield in you know at my number eight ranking all the way down to Tom Brady in my number sixteen I feel like they're all really close um, and and I would much rather take a guy you know later that you know uh, Ben Roethlisberger that I can get five rounds later. All right, uh, final one, Brad. We got about a minute to go. 
uh, threw in a bit of a wild card here, a late round pick, uh, Dante Pettis of San Francisco. No one has a clue who the number one receiver is going to be <laughs> on on the 49ers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna guess Pettis is the guy. Is that true? Fantasy football trust or bust? One minute left. Yeah, I think he's the guy there. I think he's the best receiver on that team. And I think they've tried to to create this narrative publicly to generate some motivation behind him. Maybe he's not, you know, the the fiery personality that they, you know, they want out of their guys. But he's definitely the most talented receiver there, in my opinion. Um, I like Debo Samuel more long term. But right now, he's he's really raw. I think he's going to have some play this year. But I like Pettis. He's, you can get Pettis in the last pick of the ninth round right now. Um, I I would I think he's going to return sixth or seventh round value, and and so I'm I'm buying into that that draft price. All right, there you go. Fantasy football trust or bust with Brad Ziegler. Miles Sanders is trust. Curtis Samuel is trust. OJ Howard is bust. Jared Goff is bust. And Dante Pettis, you can trust based on their average draft position in 2019. We'll take a quick time out here on the show. Speaking of ADP. Brad Ziegler's got his final rankings update for us here on the show. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today as we take a quick time out, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't forget, download our show, listen to our show on demand, iTunes, Android, and wherever podcasts are heard, including Stitcher and Audioboom.com. Don't go away. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone's single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. 
thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Rain dance. Make it rain. 140 QBR rating, and what does he do? Well, he just proceeds to complete all four of his passes in that game. Congratulations, Daniel Jones, on proving your worth, and now go take a bench, hold a clipboard as you watch Eli Manning start the season. But I think we all realize that it's it's not if, it's just a matter of when. At this particular point, Daniel Jones takes the uh, takes the reins. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today as Craig Mish, Brad Ziegler along with you until 2 o'clock Eastern. Full-time fantasy takes over at that point. And for the Labor Day holiday, we'll be off here on Monday. The show will be back on Tuesday with or without me. We'll just have to see what happens with this uh, hurricane churning in the ocean. Hopefully nothing, and then I'll be back with you Tuesday. But if not, Joe Pizzapia will hold it down for you guys until I do return. All right, Brad, so the final rankings update for you. I know that this is the first year that you're taking this super serious, as you should. A lot of the world can see your rankings, and and certainly this is your first year diving in. So rookie rankings from you. I know that you're an expert in the field for sure. You and I have talked about this for many years, about you being uh, involved in this, and here you are. So uh, I'm guessing, like, rankings are kind of due now at this point. You know, I mean, the draft's next th- you know, week for everybody. If you're drafting... I guess you could draft next Thursday and, and retroactive the stats, but that's no fun. Got to draft before the season starts, I think. So let's start off with uh, any shifting in the quarterback since we last talked. Yeah, so the biggest one I've moved up so far is, is Lamar Jackson. Um, I'm, I'm completely buying into him. I now have him as my QB7. Um, and I, this is, I, I heard you talk about it in the first hour, uh, about the, the, the rushing quarterbacks and the floor that that presents them. I am completely buying into Lamar Jackson. He is just watching him play. He is such a dynamic runner that um, it, it's. It, I, I just hope he's going to be good about avoiding contact, getting down when he needs to, and and staying on the field. Because if he does, he's definitely taking a little bit of a step forward from a passing standpoint. They gave him weapons. Hopefully, Marquise Brown ends up being something for him because you know he's a guy who can be dynamic with the ball in his hands, but he's he's just got to stay healthy. He's so little. Uh, that you worry about uh, something like that, especially coming off the the Liz Franck injury. But he, I, I really think Lamar Jackson is um, a, a legit contender to be a, a top five quarterback. And um, if everything goes right, I could see that being his ceiling. Yeah, and you know the the point that I made, uh, I believe it was with Jamie, and um, and we're going to talk about it in the second hour of the show too. Was that. I think that we forget sometimes, Brad, how good those running quarterbacks were in fantasy in the past just because we haven't had one in a while. And, uh, you know, the the floor I set was kind of Vince Young, who for a couple of years was super fantasy relevant, of course, because he's rushing for a lot of touchdowns. Steve Young, as you know, Brad, in the past was a monster throwing for touchdowns, running for touchdowns. Michael Vick, I think, is probably the ultimate one. I mean, yeah. he, he if you go way like, back, you could even say Randall Cunningham. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I did that. Yeah, Randall Cunningham was the first overall pick in fantasy two years in a row. The first year it worked out. The second year he got hurt in the first game. It was out for the season. So that that that's part of it as well. And so I, I wonder, like his skill set in terms of passing, Brad. Like that's the only thing. If you if you told me at the end of the season that Lamar Jackson ended up throwing for twenty one hundred yards. And 14 touchdowns with eight picks, but he rushes for 900 yards and seven touchdowns. It was like that's like getting two players in one almost, isn't it? 
Yeah, for sure. And you hope that he can pass from more than that. I mean, you're you're talking at that level. He he's throwing less than one a game. Yeah, yeah. It's and 120, 130 yards a game. Like he, I feel like he or 100, even 150 yards a game. I, I feel like there's an opportunity there for him to average around 200 yards a game passing. Um, if he does that, he's just over 3,000 yards. And and even if he gets averages a, a little more than a touchdown a game, say he gets to 18 touchdowns or something, with the rushing upside, I just think there's there's a lot there. Um, you know, when we talk about the down, you know, you, you say, guys, you moved up or down in quarterback. There isn't really anybody outside of Andrew Luck. You know, obviously, I, I haven't moved a lot of guys down at quarterback because I just kind of feel like there's this tier of, of 16 or 18 guys. And then there's the bottom tier that I want basically nothing to do with in any fantasy format. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it. Luck is the big mover down. Everyone takes a big step up. And and Jackson, you're right. I'm I'm very high on him for sure going into the season. Okay, so so running backs. You, you mentioned you moved Ezekiel Elliott down because he's still holding out. Was there any other movement for you based on the preseason at all? Anything that you've seen over the last week or two? Yeah, so I I really like Chris Carson, especially where he's being drafted. I've got I moved him up all the way up to the RB19. Um, I had him as a as a high end RB3 whenever I started my rankings, and I, I'm really impressed with the work he's doing in Seattle with how much opportunity it looks like he's going to get. I mean, Rashad Penny looks like a, a complete bust right he now. Does. I, mean, I know yeah. I know we're a, a you know a, basically one full year into his career, and it's kind of early to call that, but. He's not even getting opportunity, and I you don't you got to wonder if it's even coming at some point without a Carson injury. Um, you know, moving down, the, the guy that really I really struggled with to begin with was Tevin Coleman, and then I went and watched the 49ers play the Chiefs, and Tevin Coleman reminded me of Trent Richardson, and not in a good way, in that mm-hmm. there would be holes there, and he would run into the pile and and take the two yard gain instead of making a cutback, and Matt Breida was was just electric. He had like nine carries, 75 yards, was seeing every hole and hitting it. He made a great receiving catch for a touchdown. I think at best, Tevin Coleman ends up being a third down back at some point this season to take some heat off of Breida so that Breida, you know, we we talked about it last year. Breida got banged up a lot and he was yeah. hurt a lot. He was always on the field. They're, they need some depth there. Jarrett McKinnon is not going to provide it. It doesn't look like this year, at least, you know, early in the season. I think Coleman's kind of more of a breather back, but I think Breida's the guy to own there, especially when you can get him three rounds later than Coleman's going right now. Yeah, I mean, we, we had that little debate you and I last year where I loved Breida, and so it's like I was right and you were right in both the conversation because when Breida was on the field, he was one of the best running backs in fantasy last year. But the problem was, is as you said last year to me, hey, look, he's going he's gonna to get killed out there if he's out there all the time, and he did. I mean, he was constantly having to come off the field, and he created those opportunities for Mostert and for Jeff Wilson and now it's for Tim Coleman, but I'm 100% on board with you. And I don't know that I'm reaching up to get Brita, but I, I'm just not in on Coleman. Like, I, to me, just because a guy is supposedly the starting running back doesn't doesn't do it for me. And Coleman, by the way, when he played and Devontae Freeman was out, he was okay. But, you know, he never – I don't know that he can separate himself and become an RB1 or even an RB2. So not somebody that I have really in, in any of my leagues at this point. In terms of Chris Carson – uh, Brad, I totally agree with you. I, I think at the end of the season, we're going to be looking back and we're going to be saying Chris Carson's one of the top five running backs in fantasy. I do. I think next year he's going to be in that. You look back to his final three games played last year, out of the sight, two touchdowns, one touchdown, one touchdown, 100 yards, 100 yards, 100 yards. I mean, he I mean, he didn't play at the beginning of last year because they had competition. He won that competition. If he starts and rushes for 60, 70 yards in each three of those games, Brad, he's like the number two running back in fantasy last year. So... 
We'll see, man. I, I think you're on to something there with him. I'm trying to grab him, uh, you know, late second, early third, if I can, before somebody grabs him. So uh, wide receivers, let's end with that. Wide receivers up and down for you uh, in your rankings. Okay, so I, I haven't moved a whole lot of guys uh, up very high. I mean, if you're talking at the bottom of the wide receiver three, I've got Dante Moncrief in there now. It looks like he's really grabbed that that wide receiver two spot in Pittsburgh. Uh, but the guy up, up at, toward the top of drafts that I'm I'm really high on and kind of trying to grab everywhere is Robert Woods. Um, he he was so productive last year. There, there's a lot of you know quote unquote mouths to feed in in LA, and I get that. But there's there's just something to the the chemistry. I think there there can they can support three wide receiver twos in that offense, and and still they they don't use the tight end at all. They don't have a fourth receiver of consequence. If Gurley's going to be kind of in and out of the lineup with it, with injury stuff this year, they're going to rely on those wide receivers more. And and you know right about the time where I talked about Jared Goff downtrending last year, that was right you know, shortly after the time when Cooper Cup got hurt and, and missed the rest of the season. Robert Woods stepped up big time in that role, and I think he developed a, a, a huge, uh, a big chemistry with Goff, and I, I think that continues to this year where he's, he's going to be a, a eight or nine catch guy almost every game. Mm. Yeah, I had Woods uh, last year in, in a league, and you're right. I mean, it's always six or seven catches, 80, 90 yards, sometimes a touchdown, sometimes not. But if he's scoring once every other week, that's still eight touchdowns, 12, 1,300 yards for him, without a doubt. I think that's a great call by you, and I think that one of the the better players at his position in the NFL reminds me of Doug Baldwin a little bit. I think he can you know be that guy, even take another yeah. step. But that Baldwin was there. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, before we uh, uh, end with the rankings here, I want to ask you a quick question because the one guy that did play that has a lot of fantasy value in keeper leagues played last night, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if you saw him play, but the numbers. Uh, I saw a couple of plays. The numbers didn't really look that good, and those were not against the ones or the twos or the threes. You, you think that this is just like. A, a, a five-game debut for Haskins this season? You think Keenum runs out there for like 10, 11 games at this point? I, I don't. And I, I actually am actually pretty high on Haskins. And and it's not the final line that concerns me because in fairness to say like, okay, he's playing against the twos or threes on the other team. He also had the twos or threes on his team out there with him. And That's he did true. not have their, their full receiving core. He didn't have Darius Geis in the backfield or Chris Thompson to throw to. But he made a throw last night that I think I, – I um, you know, exemplifies what he can do that a lot of people in the NFL can't do. He was running to his left last night, scrambling out, and the call, the play got called back because it was for holding. But he hit a receiver going toward the sideline and and just blistered it right on the sideline, hit him right in between the numbers, made a good catch. You know, it got called back, like I said. But there's there are really good quarterbacks in the NFL who cannot make that throw. And I long term, I really like him. I think they're they just got to steal with him at the 15th overall pick. Not having to trade up to get him um and and i think just give it time like he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him right now that everybody's really high on he doesn't have the you know his starting left tackle may or may not be playing for him who knows what happens there that team is a mess like this is a team i'm staying away from more so than i would even stay away from the dolphins at the same time in a dynasty league you can grab Dwayne haskins in the fourth round of a, a rookie draft um, and and or, or maybe even give up a third or fourth rounder to get him. And at that point, I, I take that chance because I think at some point he is a top 10 NFL quarterback. All right, there you go. Some good calls from Brad Ziegler. When we talk this time next week, we'll have one game in the books in fantasy football and in reality as well. Brad, enjoy your weekend, and we'll catch up again next Friday. Thanks again for coming on. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, Craig. All right, there it is, Brad Ziegler. Check out his rankings at Brad Ziegler on Twitter. 
This guy is in it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and becoming one of the go-to analysts in fantasy. Hopefully I'm able to beat him in our league that we're participating in this year. But without Zeke Elliott, I got no shot. Thanks, Zeke. Appreciate it. I'm all in on 2019, except for I'm all out because my guy's not going to play. Uh, how about that? <laughs> Just keep burning my money in this league. Who's taking my money? I don't like to do that. But, hey, that's part of the game. That's part of fantasy. That's part of reality. You know what else is? Diving more into this Lamar Jackson I got to tell you, I think that there are some interesting comps from past quarterbacks that he could end up delivering this year. I'm going to do that next here on Fantasy Sports Day and talk about one of my other QB2s that I want as my backup. And then we'll have some exit velocity and turn it over to full-time fantasy. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more in just a couple of minutes here on FST. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of my bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. Now, unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own bet concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. The morning line. There's also a hurricane approaching. Looks like the entire state of Florida right here in my backyard. There might be a game or two that might be affected as well in college football. I can tell you this. The whole thing is a great reminder this time of year to remember whatever and wherever you are placing your bets, make sure you understand what the rules of the book are. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish.
And welcome back, Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show as we get ready for full-time fantasy coming your way at the top of the hour. Some fun conversation, I thought, both with uh, Brad Ziegler and Jamie Eisenberg here on the show. One, one topic that we really haven't covered a lot of is scoring and some of the things that I've noticed over the last couple of days, which is really interesting, is I've done my own draft. And, and you know, of course, being in this industry, you're going to get texts and you're going to get calls from other people in their drafts. And they're going to ask you, you know, kind of, you know, what you think about their drafts and, and what you think about the scoring system. And the one thing that I've noticed that I really find unusual are leagues where the quarterback has really had uh, its value diminished quite a bit. And specifically, what I'm seeing is some leagues have the scoring system where you only get four points for a passing touchdown. And on top of that, you're losing uh, you know, two points for an interception. And so in those leagues... I'm kind of wondering what the point is of taking a quarterback almost at all in the first eight or nine rounds. Like that really zaps a lot of value for, I, I think, fantasy quarterbacks around the league. And, and that's look, if you're going to take two points away for an interception and which I think, by the way, is valid because the turnover in the NFL, you could make the argument is the most, uh, your game changing event that can happen over the course of a game. I do believe that, but then make the, make the uh, touchdown six points or, or what you do is don't take points away for interceptions and, and have it at uh, four point touchdowns. I understand that there are going to be quarterbacks that are going to go, uh, go throw 30, 40 touchdowns. But I thought uh, Joe Pisa P on our show yesterday made a good point. If the quarterback is the most important part of an NFL franchise, then why isn't it the most important part of your fantasy football team? It is a little bizarre to me. Now, I think still in most leagues, no matter what the scoring is, we're still seeing Patrick Mahomes go in the first three or four rounds of virtually every draft. And just depending on if you're in a draft with novices or experts, a lot of the novice leagues, he goes a little bit higher because they recognize the, the season that he had last year. But the one interesting name to me, and um, I'm almost out of draft season at this point. I think I only have one draft left. The one interesting name to me has got to be Lamar Jackson. Now, depending on your scoring system and depending on how things work, I don't know why Lamar Jackson isn't ranked higher. In most formats that I'm seeing, he is basically a borderline QB1. Okay. Now, at the end of the season, and, and forget about any reports of what you're reading in terms of his rushing yards and how many touchdown passes he may throw and all that good stuff. But if at the end of the season, Lamar Jackson ends up having, I don't know, Five, six hundred rushing yards. That's like the floor for him, I think, at this point. That would basically only mean that he's getting about, you know, 30 rushing yards per game. Last season, he rushed for 695 yards and five touchdowns, 1,200 passing yards, 
six passing touchdowns. The problem is, and I think that this goes without saying, is that with Jackson, what we've kind of done is forgotten just how good those quarterbacks can be that do it with their feet and do it with their arm. Historically, throughout the game and in fantasy, the guys who have gone the highest that have done that have won fantasy leagues. Now, I go way back as far as fantasy leagues are concerned. Uh, I go back to the days that Randall Cunningham was the first overall pick. In fact, if you want to go that far back, we're talking about 30 years, uh, Cunningham was the first overall pick, I believe, back-to-back years. And one of the years, if you remember, he got hurt right away and missed the entire season. And that has happened for a lot of these uh, runners that can also throw. But let's also not discount what Steve Young did for the San Francisco 49ers. And he was a top-five pick in fantasy, too. I just think that Jackson's going too low. Too low. If he averages in this day and age, remember, Steve Young and Randall Cunningham didn't have the opportunity to play in the NFL where guys are throwing for 4,500, 5,000 passing yards and 40 touchdowns. They, they weren't in that league. They weren't around for that. Now you basically can't touch anybody in, in, uh, in the defense. And so there is certainly a chance that at the end of the year, Lamar Jackson throws for 2,000 yards and rushes for 1,000. And all of those rushing yards are way more important than those passing yards. In virtually every format that you play in, you're going to be accrued points, usually either by a decimal system or tiers, meaning that every 10 yards, you're going to get a point. And for a quarterback, not the same. Usually for passing yards, it's one point for every 25 yards. Now, look, everybody plays with different formats, but that's just kind of the standard. So if that is indeed the case and Lamar Jackson rushes for 1,000 yards at the end of the season and even falls 2,000 yards short of the top one or two running back uh, uh, passing quarterbacks at the end of the season, Jackson is going to rank among the top three or four quarterbacks in fantasy. This is a fact. Guys have run in the past and have had good years. Vince Young, Michael Vick. We, we, we've seen those guys run around. I mentioned Steve Young, too. And it's not really a sustainable thing. We get that. But in a one-year period, you want to take that and run. Does anybody remember what Michael Vick was? when he was with the Atlanta Falcons and then that renaissance year that he had with the Philadelphia Eagles, he was like the number, the number one scoring quarterback in the entire NFL. There has to be some hesitation, I suppose, because Jackson is kind of a rookie. I mean, he did play in a number of games last year, but for me, he's going way too low in drafts. And I know right now he's like a back-end type QB1. But for me, I just want to make sure that people understand that this guy should be going higher. He should be. Um, Where would I rank him? That's probably a good question. Uh, I would not put him ahead of Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. So let's just eliminate those three. But anywhere after that, in that range, I think I'm willing to take that shot. The Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz type uh, range. And guys like uh, Jared Goff are going ahead of him. I'm seeing some drafts where even Winston 
is going ahead of him. I mentioned Carson Wentz. I, I think he's in that conversation. So we'll have to see what happens at the end of the year. But for me, that's one of the big, really big question marks. Now, do I put Kyler Murray in that same conversation? Probably not, because this is his first year playing. And this guy is you know, virtually six months removed from telling the world that he was going to go play baseball. So Murray may end up being that guy in two years, but uh, also not on a great football team as well. And a lot of mistakes will come. You're playing in a league where you lose points for picks, as we talked about here at the top of the segment. I don't, I don't think that you want to go down that road. But, yeah, I am, uh, I am in on Lamar Jackson moving into, into at least the top five in fantasy at the end of the year, without a doubt. Uh, one other quarterback kind of in the back end that I wanted to mention that I think probably is going a little too low in fantasy drafts. And so I'll make my final call for Sam Darnold of the New York Jets. If you've been listening to this show, you know how I feel about him. Do I think he is a top 10 quarterback in fantasy? No. Do I think he's a top 15 quarterback in fantasy? I think so. I think that at the end of the season, when we grade his year, I think that you're going to find that he'll probably end up uh, among the top 10 passing quarterbacks along with touchdowns in the NFL. Remember, this is all about progression for quarterbacks, okay? And he threw no touchdowns and four picks in one game against Miami on the road. No touchdowns, two picks against Cleveland on the road. Um this is what happens. The, the quarterbacks, they, they take time to learn. Virtually every quarterback in NFL history has had a tough first year. Almost every single one of them. Mahomes is is the outlier. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady even struggled in his first. I was at Tom Brady's first game that he ever played in. I was there. I was at the game in Miami. Guys struggle. They throw a lot of picks in their first year, but it is that second year. It's the third year for receivers. It's the second year for quarterbacks where you start to see that progression. And so for me, where would I put Darnold? I would probably put him in the range of the number one backup in a 12-team league this year. He would be my number one quarterback backup in uh, 2019. That's the direction that I would go with him. So for me, he's, again, you know, two quarterback leagues, super flex leagues, he's extremely valuable. But I think at the end of the year, you're going to see what you saw in weeks 15 and 16 of last season against Houston and Green Bay. Those are not great teams, but he threw for 250 and 340, five touchdowns, no picks. He struggled at the end of the year against New England in week 17, whatever. Really solid performances against some really good teams. There'll probably be some struggles again this year. And remember, his offensive line last year was dreadful. But I think they've gotten a little bit better. It would seem to me that the running game is certainly going to help him as well. All right, so that's my little back-end type quarterback conversation for today. Coming up next, we'll have a little exit velocity here on the show. And then we'll turn it over to full-time fantasy coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern. Don't forget, we are off for the Labor Day holiday on Monday. And then provided that uh, I have power <laughs> on Tuesday and I don't get smacked by this, uh, hur- this pending hurricane, then I'll be back with you uh, with Joe Pizapia on Tuesday. And then if not, uh, you know, Joe will hold it down until 
I get my house in order, so to speak. So with that, we'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today on FNTSY Radio. And coming up next, we knock out a little exit velocity to end the show. Another hot topic in fantasy and reality, anything that's kind of on my brain. And then Adam Rodas and Dr. Rota will take you uh, for the next two hours here on FNTSY Radio. I am Craig Mish. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today, and we will be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. 
The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. We just become best friends. Yep. The best friends forever. You're supposed to be cheering for the team, not for a single player. It's sickening, but glad that Andrew Luck can step away under his own choice. But we're talking fantasy football. This is the fantasy football best friends forever show. And listen to me. I told you guys that you can't take this man. He is not a football player. Start listening to us or suffer the consequences. Watch live weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Zumo TV, channel 719. The morning after. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant both want Carmelo Anthony on the Brooklyn Nets. If you are the Brooklyn Nets, this is your future right now in the sense that you signed Kevin Durant, you signed Kyrie Irving. Now you have to deal with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And even though these two dudes have never played a minute for you, they're now going to control your franchise. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, Channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, full-time fantasy is coming your way in just a couple of minutes from now. Adam Ronis, Dr. Roto. It's a Labor Day weekend edition. The final chance to get information on fantasy football before your draft. Before we do that, let's hit a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Exit velocity. Nice All right, we end the show with the hot topic that we got going on here in South Florida. Imagine trying to host a radio show. Imagine trying to do your draft. I had a draft scheduled for Monday night. I am staring down the barrel of a hurricane. We had to move this draft up to two nights, so we're doing it tomorrow night. It is one I mean, I got to tell you, living in Florida is amazing. But for two or three months out of the year to go through the stress and hear about these hurricanes and potential disasters coming my way, there is nothing more stressful than that. I know a lot of folks listening here in South Florida are probably listening to me. My message to you this uh, weekend, this Labor Day weekend and next week, stay safe, be well, don't take any chances. Chances, and hopefully, if I have power, I'll be with you guys next week. Thanks again to Chris Pavona for producing the show today. Also, Brad Ziegler for coming on the show. And, of course, Jamie Eisenberg from CBS Sports. I will talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Full-time fantasy is next. So long, everybody. Speak to you next week.